Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Let's talk about something really unusual. Let's talk about the judgment of America. And you say, yeah, well, that's not really unusual. No, I agree. And unfortunately, it's coming hard and fast. As you recall, to kind of give us the background of where we're going to talk about this judgment today, as you recall, on August the 8th of 2015, Saturday night, Lord, I don't have anything to say for the sermon tomorrow morning. What do you want to say? And I heard words, I promise. Looking at this very monitor, sitting in this very chair, I heard this is the time of miracles. Then he downloaded to my heart, is as this is the key here, as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. Miracles like no one, going all the way back to Adam and Eve, have ever seen. And you tell them that I'm going to be with them. I will never leave them. I will never forsake them. And I'm going to meet the devil at every step. Every step, inch for inch, pound for pound, everything the devil does, I'm going to meet him. Now, that brings us to the second question. Has enough judgment hit our nation to where we can start seeing sevenfold miracles at this point? Because Pastor Massey was told, and uh, let's see, there was also another one was told, oh yeah, that's right, uh, the guy out of Australia, Neville Johnson, that they're not going to be double portion miracles, they're going to be sevenfold miracles, which is why we call it the Sevenfold Miracle Crusade. But back to the question. Has there been enough judgment befall our nation to where we could begin to see sevenfold miracles? Okay, well, let's think about this. So before President Trump was even in office, they were spying on him, trying to find some dirt to get him out of the office. But apparently that wasn't enough judgment for God to bring the miracles. Then he got in office. Then they come up with the dirty dossier, trying to stick some dirt to him. That wasn't enough. So then they got Mueller, and they got more people, some 19 different high-powered attorneys looking under every fingernail, every crack, trying to find some dirt someplace to get this guy out of office. That wasn't enough. So they have tried to impeach our president, by my count, four times. Then the COVID-19 comes along, in my opinion. That's also part of it. I think that there's a lot of things to it, and I'm not going to get into all of it. That's not our topic today. But I do want to point it out that I think it's interesting that all of the burning and looting with people wearing masks follows the COVID-19, where we were all told to wear masks. So now that gives the people on the street burning and looting permission, even directed to wear masks, which allows them to increase their probability of passing escape to getting by with burning and looting and all the things that they're doing. Okay, so is COVID-19, is that enough judgment? Well, I already talked about uh, Amos 3, 7 says, Surely the Lord God does nothing but he revealeth his secret to his servants, the prophets. So since there's not a prophet that I know of that told that COVID-19 was coming, that tells me God didn't release COVID-19. Okay, so then what about the possibility of some kind of regime change. You remember Dimitri was told the follower of America would start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. So was there a coup d'etat attempt at regime change on 6-6 of 2020? Well, we're certainly looking for more confirmation on that, but we don't have enough confirmation to say so for sure at this point. However, let me read something to you. Someone sent this to me in an email. This is from a Venezuelan actress living in the United States. She says, what we're actually seeing now is not something new. This is how the deep state has regime change. In other countries, we've seen it before. This Venezuelan woman has this warning saying, 
don't think it can't happen here in America. This Venezuelan actress has seen it in Venezuela. She said she saw a left-wing revolution, and she said before, I said, well, why do I even worry about some silly statues coming down or, or some little silly street names being changed? Why do I care? She asked rhetorically, it's because the last time I didn't care, I was a teenager in Venezuela. I've already lived through this thing once. I was living in Venezuela when the statues began to come down. Socialist leader Hugo Chavez didn't want the history displayed. Then he changed the street names. Then the curriculum in the schools. Then some movies couldn't be shown on certain TV channels and on and on. I've seen this before, she says. It's happening now. This is what they're trying to do. It's actually called regime change. Well, what we call it is an internal revolution. She says they're trying to get rid of the Constitution. They're trying to get rid of the United States. That's been their mission all along. So back to my question. Has there been enough judgment in America to where we could begin to see sevenfold miracles? Okay, so before I get into the next point I want to make here, we have two crusades coming up. No, we didn't plan it that way, but because of social distancing, we had to actually do two crusades back to back because it limited the number of people that we could have in it. So the first crusade, July 29 to August 2, we're told is full, but then they're also telling me that there may be a couple more spots for that. But we have several more spots available for August 2 to 6. However, what I've been asked to tell you is there are eight people that we need to reach that are currently signed up for Crusade A. If you've not been contacted, please email my son, at Sean J at prophecyclub.com. That's Sean J at prophecyclub.com. Spelling Sean S H A W N J for Johnson. I wonder where he got that. Sean J prophecyclub.com so that he can tell you what is going on. We're trying to make everything arranged here so it's great. Now, let's talk about the crusade because the question comes up has there been enough judgment in America? to where we could begin to see sevenfold miracles. Okay, so let's analyze that for just a minute. To this particular crusade, we're asking everyone to fast three consecutive days. Now, it's not required, but I'll tell you right up front, most people are happy to do it, even though many of them have never even fasted before. They fast for three days, and almost every one of them walks in and say, I'm amazed at how easy it was. So that's the first thing I want to ask you. When's the last time you've been in a room full of people, which almost all of them have just come off of a three-day fast? You see, the more sin there is in a room, the harder it is for the miracles to come. You remember how Paul put two people out of the room before he prayed for the little uh, dead girl. He prayed for her in Jesus' name, and she came back to life. But he put them out of the room before he prayed for her. Why? Because he didn't want the sin in the room. You remember Jesus said that... He couldn't do much miracles in this area because of the unbelief in the area. So try to imagine yourself in a room where there is very, very little unbelief, where people have gathered for the specific purpose of seeing sevenfold miracles. How'd you like to be in a room when most everyone has fasted three days, they know and accept Dimitri's message and the rest of Bible prophecy, and 
It's also a great place to make best friends forever. I mean, how many people out there really know and understand the light Bible prophecy? You can meet a whole bunch of them at this crusade. You're also in a room with people that just got filled with the Spirit, water baptized everyone there. They also just went through four sessions where I'm teaching through the secret door, miss the mark, how pre-trib one. I haven't even got to that. I'll get to that in just a second. That's the new book I just finished yesterday. I'm so excited about that one. Also, Daniel, I haven't talked about him yet. And anyway, the, the point is training to be able to give answers on Bible prophecy. And also just went through four sessions of Leslie's School of the Prophets, two sessions of deliverance to make sure that we're all clean, and they're all baptized in the Holy Spirit. So you got that picture? You're in a room, three-day fast, prophecy students believe Demetrius' message, they believe Bible prophecy, they believe the tribulation's about to hit, they're there prepared so that they can get trained to walk in the sevenfold miracles, teach prophecy. So can you imagine what an awesome, awesome, awesome group of people to be with. And if there's enough judgment, and if we're clean enough, and if the sevenfold miracle is going to start, I would say that that's the highest probability that I can think of where we could possibly see sevenfold miracles. All right, that brings the next question. So Stan, what's a sevenfold miracle? Well, <laughs> I don't know. As a matter of fact, I would love to see people coming out of wheelchairs, but I've not seen that. Now, I've told you I have seen a person come back to life, a guy that was dead for, I don't know, the spectators guess it to be seven to ten minutes. But he had no pulse. He had no heartbeat. He was not breathing. And I know because my finger was down his throat trying to hold his mouth open so he could get some kind of air in him for, again, spectators said seven to ten minutes. I know that there was no pulse until I said the name Jesus. And as soon as I said the name Jesus, he took a big gulp of air, blinked, and all of a sudden he was alive. He was gone and he was alive. I saw, I saw the power of the name above all names. I saw the power of Jesus. Now, whether America is clean enough, whether we have had enough judgment whether our group at the Sevenfold Miracle Crusades can be clean enough, whether it's time for those Sevenfold Miracles to show up, I don't know. But I would say that we have a high probability. Remember, we're 400 years since the Mayflower Compact. Remember, it's 40 years since the judgment was first pronounced upon America. You remember that Terry Bennett said the fall of America would be in 2021, and Shane Warren said that there's a 400-year judgment cycle and America's judgment would begin in what year? 2020. What year are we in? 2020. So I'm saying, brothers and sisters, if the sevenfold miracles are going to start in 2020, if they are, and unfortunately I'm not in charge of them, but if they are, I would say the highest probability will be at the sevenfold miracle crusade. I don't know if it's going to be at the crusade A, or the Crusade B. Crusade A, July 29 to August 2. Crusade 2 is, or Crusade B is August 2 to 6. Literally. The first crusade ends at noon. We start the second crusade that evening at 5 o'clock. And yes, if you want to, you'll have to make reservations and make sure that there's a place for you to see it. But you could actually go through both crusades back to back. And that's another thing. I think that that's going to be very, very powerful, very important for all of us, all of the people, especially my team and Leslie and I, to go through and do crusades back-to-back. Back-to-back. Why? 
Because what I really think that we're doing here is training people to be a part of the sports stadiums. Now, what I'd like to see and what I'm praying will happen is that in the first crusade, at some point in there, the sevenfold miracles show up. I don't know what a sevenfold miracle is, but I can tell you what I'd like to see. I'd like to see people coming out of wheelchairs. I'd like to see everybody in the room just bend over and spit out all of their dental work. And they have a brand new set of perfect teeth. Even teeth that had been pulled are all replaced. I'd like to see maybe like everyone in the room all of a sudden lose all of their wrinkles and all of their hair returns to a natural color and they all look like they're 30 years old. I don't know what a sevenfold miracle is. I don't know. But I do know this. God has promised me not once but twice we're going to sports stadiums. Okay, Stan, how are you going to get people to go to a sports stadium? Well, the truth is I don't know. <laughs> but I can tell you it's got to be something that's going to pull people pretty hard to get them to come to a sports stadium to hear somebody talk about Jesus. And one of the things that I would guess would be miracles, especially sevenfold miracles. I don't know exactly. I'd love to think that they're all showing up for me to teach them on Bible prophecy, but you and I both know that's probably not the case. Uh, so what is it going to be? I'm saying, brothers and sisters, we are. We are at the door for this nation falling. We are at the door possibly to see sevenfold miracles. That's the reason. I beg you, I implore you, accept the call. Do not let the devil tell you, oh, you don't have enough money. Oh, you can't get off. Oh, God. Oh, hey, here's a good one. God told me not to go. Well, that is the whole point of go to, going to hear God, to be able to recognize the voice of God better. And if he's telling you don't go, uh, that ain't God. <laughs> let me just tell you, that ain't God. He wants you to serve him in his kingdom. Everybody knows that. So I would suggest strongly that you go to Sevenfold Miracle Crusade and you get yourself signed up. Now, let me give you a little update because I've got several exciting things that are happening in the Prophecy Club right now. First of all, a brief background, then I'll tell you the new exciting things that you probably don't know is happening. First of all, as you recall, back in 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. And I got 30 revelations, two visions, and an audible voice. And I was shown a secret door, one word, first fruits, that links the Feast of Leviticus to the prophecies of Revelation. And for the first time, the prophecies of Revelation can be put in the correct chronological order. And so far as I know, no one has ever been given the secret door before. Now, I don't think I'm special. I think you are, and I think the God we serve is. And this is all part of our plan to get you involved and win souls for his kingdom. This is all for his glory. This is nothing about me or Prophecy Club. This is all about him. But the secret door to understand Bible prophecy is done really well. I'm shocked. I told Leslie <laughs> I told Leslie this morning, we were sitting having a coffee uh, together for a minute, and I said, you know, I said, I've now written four books. I said, I never even thought I'd ever reach or re write one book. And I said, now I've, I've written four. She said, yeah, I know. It's amazing because <laughs> I'm not much of a reader. I mean, in terms of books, I just don't. I do a lot of reading, but I just, I'm not a book person. So for me to write four books, that had to be God. I'm telling you more about God here in, in just a second. So Secret Door is actually done very well. So we've sold like 15,000 of those just through our little ministry. We didn't have any publisher. None of them would even return my call or my email. I couldn't get any of them to help me. Well, 
Again, now looking back, I think that that was the hand of God too. So first was Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Then uh, it was on my heart to write another book. I didn't say anything about it. Leslie wakes up. She says, God told me you're supposed to write another book, and I know what the name is of the, the, the book and also what the cover looks like, and it was The Number of the Beast or The Spiral or 666. And essentially this book takes a person from being a blank sheet of paper where they know nothing about the mark of the beast, they don't know anything about Bible prophecy or the tribulation or none of that stuff, and it'll take them to where they will never take the mark of the beast. It's a simple, short little book, only takes about three hours to read. We specifically make it out of very, very thin paper. We want it to look like a skinny little book. We want them to read it, because if they'll read the book, they'll never take the mark of the beast. And we offer that, and just like Secret Door, we offer them in shrink-wrap sets of either five or ten or something like that. I'll get that in a second. All right, now, here comes the new news. Okay, so I, I decided that what I needed to do, the next thing, was to put all of these prophecies together. So for some 40 years, I've been collecting prophecies. Yeah, Dimitri Dudeman, all these dreams and visions, Michael Baldea, Leslie Johnson, Henry Grieber, Shane Warren, Terry Bennett, Maria Sklar, Augusto Perez, Doug Metzger, Bree Keaton, and even more. Put all of these, like 101 of the very, very best prophecies, the stuff that I quote on the radio all the time. Put them all into a book. We call it God's Warnings to America. Same thing. That's shrink wrap sets of five, I think. Now, now let me get to the new stuff. Okay, so the COVID-19 come along. Leslie, I couldn't get out. Bored to tears. So what did we do? <laughs> we we typed. We wrote books. So I wrote Tribulation Secrets and Daniel. Now, I thought that there would be boatloads of books on Daniel. So I went to Amazon.com. I Googled books, uh, you know, I searched for books. Go to Amazon.com. You search, right? Now you don't go to, anyway. So I, I searched about Daniel. And I was shocked to find how very, very few books there is on Daniel. Then I thought, well, I know why because it's probably the most complicated book in all of the Bible. And there's many places in Daniel that nobody understands yet. Anybody tells you it's been unsealed yet, I would just raise my eyebrows and kind of shake my head and walk away. Uh, no, Daniel has not been unsealed yet, and I didn't get it unsealed either. But what I did do is write a book that's talking about the tribulation secrets, the things in Daniel that relate to the tribulation that you need to know. And yes, there was some parts in there I didn't need to cover, some parts in there I just openly skipped. I'm not even going to... It's not important for the tribulation. I'm not saying the Bible's not important, you understand, but I'm saying it's not important for us people that are about to be tribulation saints. And see, Daniel ties in with Revelation. Revelation ties into Daniel, so it's very, very important that a person get tribulation secrets in Daniel. However... It's not in our office yet. <laughs> uh, I do expect it to be there in another week or two. It is in process of being printed. I think I've got half down on it right now. I've got to come up with, uh, I think, another four or $5,000 to get it totally to us. But anyway, that's on the way. All right, all right, all right. Now, now, let me tell you about the next thing that I'm very, very excited about. So as soon as I finished Daniel, I started on the pre-trib book. All right, now let me back up and explain why I did this, because I can't tell you, Leslie's been bugging me <laughs> for years. You need to read, write a book on the, 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 the rapture. And 
I, nah, nah, nah. Well, I, I don't think it was time. The reason is, at that time, if I had written a book on the rapture, it would have been the same kind of book that everybody else is writing on. Oh, I found a scripture, and this is what it says. See, you're wrong. Oh, I found another scripture. See, you're wrong. I found another scripture. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. So it's just two people just matching swords. Okay, so Stan, so what's different about your book on the rapture versus everything else? Well, that's a good question. Okay, so the first thing I want to do, explain to you, it wasn't my idea, even though Leslie tried to talk me into it for a long time. It was God's idea. So here's the background on it. So August 7th, 2019, Prophet Andre Bronkhorst came to us and gave us a prophecy. Now, since I've got it recorded, rather than me read it, let me just actually play for you what he said. I hear God saying, there's, yes, many material and things that you've brought out and that you will bring out in the future. But I, there is one book, one specific book, one more. And in the spirit, I sense that God is saying, this book is, is, will be your last assignment when it comes to books, book writing, this book. And I see God is asking one, one thing more of you. Now, <laughs> if you think things that you've done or things that you've written have brought persecution, this book. <laughs> and I mean, you're not looking for it. It's not your intention to try to find it. But I hear this one book and it's going to bring, because this book is not directed toward, towards the world or sinners. It's towards the church. It's speaking to the church. And it's confronting the church. Uh, on many areas where for years they know that they've been weak and they know that they've missed it, but it's confronting the church. It's strengthening the church. It's not for the world. The church have written, many people have written books towards the world. But I see that this last book, this last assignment is directed to the church, to the local church, who is speaking to them about standing up and being raised. Now, Okay, so the point is, it wasn't my idea. God told me to write these four books. So let me tell you about this book. I'm very excited about it. Why is this book on the rapture going to be different than anything else out there? First of all, the name of it is called How Pre-Trib One. I'll talk about this more because we'll have the book. But matter of fact, we'll have it at the crusade. So it's, it'll be in in eh, three weeks or so. But it's called How Pre-Trib One. And then the subtitle is How the Lie Beat the Truth and the people would have it so, repeating, how pre-trib one, how the lie beat the truth, and the people would have it so. In other words, it's answering the first big question is, how is pre-trib, the lie, how is it that it beat the post-trib? I mean, I thought truth always prevailed. So how did that happen? So I go through and explain things like why pastors are not allowed to teach pre-trib, even when they see it and they believe it. And why? Part of that reason is 501c3 and the board members hire the pastors, fire the pastors, and they're going to tell them what they will and what they will not preach. And as you heard in that prophecy, this book is not going to be very popular in many of the church circles. Why? It's because it's going to expose some things that is wrong in the church. It's wrong when board members that are not called to the ministry— they're not part of the fivefold apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist. They're not part of that. So we've got lay people that have not been to Bible college. They have not been called of God to be full time in the ministry yet. They're hiring, firing, and telling the preachers, the pastors, 
what they will and what they will not preach. And there's some problems with that. I go into that about that in the book. Matter of fact, the, the book, I'd say I'd break it up in four areas. The first ones is why pastors will not teach pre-trib. They will never teach it. Why? Second thing is I explained the secret to one. I think I did probably as good a job as could be done. Very short, succinct. What is the secret door? Then I explained what is the morning star? What is the wrath of God? Eternity entering into time. Who are the nations? What is an overcomer? All of those are foundational things you must understand in order to understand the order of the last days events, specifically the rapture. Then I bring forth proof of a post-trib. I show them the scriptures. No, there is no pre-trib, mid-trib, pre-wrath rapture. It's all rubbish. Then I go in and I take about 25 pre-trib questions. Essentially, I went to other websites. All you got to do is type in pre-trib, <laughs> pre-tribulation rapture, and here comes all these websites. 15 reasons why I believe in the pre-trib. Okay, fine. I downloaded those reasons. I put them all together, and I went through and systematically explained every one of them. A few of them I totally decimated. But I don't do that to hurt. I do that because the church, <sighs> a large part of the reason that the, the church is asleep these days is because of a pre-trib rapture. So I go in, and I expose the dirty little secrets inside of most churches that it's not the pastor, it's not the man of God in charge. He's not free to preach the truth and tell you what's really going on. Instead, he is hired, fired, and commanded what he is not or what he will preach by 501c3 board members that hire and fire him. So all of this is going to be in a book that I am very, very excited about. Just finished yesterday. It is at the editor, but we will have it in the next three weeks. It's called How Pre-Trib One. Okay, so to conclude today, what I encourage you to do is get these four books. Now, not the pre-trib's not available yet, but the four books that are available is Secret Door, Miss the Mark, God's Warnings to America, and Tribulation Secrets and Daniel. You can place your order. It'll be in in a couple of weeks but probably should hold off on the rapture book here for a few more weeks, and then we'll get that one to you also. And I thought I was going to have time to talk about Leslie's book. She's written three new books here, too. It's just awesome. But I have time to talk about that. So first thing I want you to do is make certain that you get to the Sevenfold Miracle Crusade. You absolutely, positively must get there. And yes, I'm still needing some finances to cover all of the things for the crusade and all these books because, and I, 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 here's another thing. I want to talk about the uh, TV spots. So I made 117 takes. Out of those, they say 57 of them are good. And we got my son, Sean, and then also another TV station that are now in the process of editing those into 60 and 90 second spots. And I hope to be able to put those somehow like either in a video or up on the internet or something like that where you can go in and see them. But anyway, uh, we're still collecting money for that because just because you make a TV spot doesn't mean anybody sees it. And my agent is asking for a $75,000 budget, but we need probably at least, you know, at least ten or $15,000 to start to give it a, a, a good run for its money to find out if it's going to work. And I think it is going to. I mean, in the spot, I'm saying the fall of America starts with the internet, all that sort of stuff. And being what's going on in our streets right now, I think that just about any place I play that, it's going to get a very big response. 
In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. I was shown a secret door linking the feasts to the prophecies of Revelation. For the first time, the book of Revelation can be put in correct chronological order. You can understand Bible prophecy. One for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55. What is the most important information to every beating heart on the globe? After accept Jesus, it would be don't take the mark of the beast. Those taking the mark of the beast do not get soul death, but are tormented in the lake of fire and brimstone for eternity. How do you tell them? Give them miss the mark. One for 20, 10 for 30, 20 for 40. Over the past 32 years, I've collected the best 101 prophecies from Dimitri Dudeman, Michael Boldea, Leslie Johnson, Henry Gruber, Shane Warren, Terry Bennett, Marie Sklar, Augusto Perez, Doug Metzger, and more. It's called God's Warnings for America. One for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55. My new book is called Tribulation Secrets in Daniel because that's what it does. It shows you the part of Daniel you need to know Ben, you're about to be a tribulation saint and will desperately need to know and understand about the last days you live in. One for 20, 10 for 30, 20 for 40 at prophecyclub.com. Prophecyclub.com. You can now watch 160 Prophecy Club recordings without interruption. Watch prophecyclub.com. Engage in the battle to win lost souls to Christ by supporting this ministry today. <laughs> 